0: Today, from the global lane, Ukraine is only the beginning. The new powerful alliance that is challenging America.
1: It's really a fundamentally different world. And the tragedy of it all is that we helped them build it.
0: Pillar of fire at night and confused Russian troops. Heavenly help for Ukraine?
2: There was some kind of a lightning was starting shooting from the sky.
0: Ukrainians on the run. Europeans revisiting the past. The brave six-year-old who escaped the Nazis all alone. She ran and ran and ran across the border, right into the man in uniform. And why the Democrats should look to this man to help them keep the White House. And it's all right here on The Global Lane. Putin takes Ukraine and the whole world watches the Western response. China is among those keeping a close eye on developments. So is Taiwan next? Is Beijing preparing to invade? Well, joining us is retired Brigadier General Robert Spalding. General Spalding is a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. He's an expert on East Asia Pacific security affairs. General, it's good to talk with you again. so she is watching, he's watching closely how the Western powers have responded to Putin's invasion of Ukraine. So is he preparing to pounce on Taiwan?
1: Well, <clears throat> that's hard to say. I, I would say that um, certainly he's watching what happens in Ukraine and certainly how the rest of the world uh, reacts to it. I think uh, Putin went to China in order to get Xi's blessing for the invasion. So I, I do think that they are related in that she will learn from how um, both Russia uh, carries out the invasion, but also how we react to it.
0: Well, uh, how likely is the U.S. to respond if China makes a move on Taiwan?
1: Well, I think we have to characterize what the response will be. Um, we can't really enter a conflict with China without creating the risk of nuclear war. So I think our re- response will be similar to what we did during the Berlin airlift, for example. So it will be you know responding with aid and comfort to the people of Taiwan. I think we may be focused on perhaps destroying the uh, Taiwanese semiconductor infrastructure to prevent it from falling in China's hands, and perhaps some of the weapon systems that we have sold to the Taiwanese.
0: That's a big issue there, uh, the semiconductor industry. Uh, how important is that to the United States in our life here?
1: Well, it's incredibly important. The th- Uh, Taiwan Semiconductor is the best chip manufacturer in the world today. It's no longer American companies. It is TSMC. Now, the good news is they've started to build a fab in Arizona. Uh, So, you know, part of what we would be doing in the response to a a potential invasion by China would be relocating the engineers and scientists that work on chips and as many of the people of Taiwan that would like to you know leave uh, before the invasion begins.
0: And General Spalding, a recent report in the New York Times suggests the Biden administration shared intelligence on the Russian troop buildup with the Chinese and the communist government then shared that information with Moscow. Your thoughts on that? Did you see that one?
1: Well, if that is the case, um, you know, I, I really attribute it to really misunderstanding the relationship between Russia and China, misunderstanding the fact that we have entered The second cold war and misunderstanding the fact that we need to be much more strategic in how we respond to their continued working together to carry out their um, their own uh, um, actions for their own interests
0: well we've seen a strengthening of that relationship between russia and china in recent months and they're even bringing in other countries to form what some say is a new anti-us alliance a new axis of power so how great is that threat to the United States and what should we do about it?
1: It's greater than it was during the Cold War because if you remember, uh, the economy of the Soviet Union uh, was not near what the free world was. Today, the supply chain goes through China. Uh, Russia has enormous energy reserves. When they add or annex uh, Ukraine, that adds technology, uh, that technology that Russia doesn't currently have. U- R- Ukraine plus Russia plus China Plus, China's Belt and Road Initiative, so all the satellite states, to include countries like Iran and North Korea and others that are along the Belt and Road Initiative, makes them incredibly powerful, not just militarily, not just from a nuclear weapon perspective, but also economically, financially, and increasingly technologically. They have hypersonic weapons that exceed what we have here in the West. They have uh, quantum communications capabilities. They have artificial intelligence that exceeds our capabilities. It's a really a fundamentally different world, and the tragedy of it all is that we help them build it.
0: And we're not doing a lot to advance our own, are we?
1: No, and that's uh, that's another problem. We invested in ourselves, infrastructure, manufacturing, science and technology, STEM education during the Cold War, which lasted over 40 years. In the 30 years uh, plus since the Cold War ended, we've invested all of our innovation, technology, talent and capital into China and her satellites.
0: Wow. And the Biden administration, uh, the critics of the Biden administration say all of this is happening because of weakness demonstrated by the U.S. and the Afghanistan withdrawal. So is that the reason for this response or is more at play here?
1: No, it's been building for a long time, and it's not just a Biden administration. We have we started a change during the Trump administration. It wasn't completely carried through. I think um, you go back all the way to um, George H.W. Bush and his inability to respond to China's uh, Tiananmen Square massacre and the fact that we went through several, several presidents after that that continued to aid and abet China. This has been growing. Uh, we knew it was happening. We just we wanted to hope or wish it away, kind of like Chamberlain and, uh, and others of his ilk uh, during World War II.
0: Okay, peace through strength. Remember that one? Okay, General Robert Spaulding, Senior Fellow at the Hudson Institute. As always, we appreciate you, General, for sharing your time and insights. Thank you. It's the biggest ground war in Europe since World War II. Russia continues to pummel Ukraine and is expected to face strong resistance as Putin's war effort continues. So, how are the Ukrainians holding up? Who are they looking to far beyond the Western powers for help? Well, here with us from uh, Ukraine is CBN Ukraine director Kostyintin Livtyvyanenko. Kostya, I, I know you're probably under a lot of duress, facing a lot of hardship, but please share with us the latest. How are Ukrainians holding up under this Russian onslaught?
2: Oh, hi, Gary. Oh, thank you for this opportunity to share. Uh, well, Ukrainians are surprising one another with uh, with unity, with uh, with such a level of readiness to help, to unite and stand and stand and push back the enemy you know as previously our president vladimir Zelensky, that is just you know is he's he's our real iron man you know he's sitting downtown kiev you know and not not stepping back and keeping he keeps coordinating uh war and resistance in in our country so and as he said before when he became a president he said every one of you is the president and today he says every one of you is a soldier, because like you know, not everyone can hold a machine gun. And uh, honestly, in many cities, people want to join the militia, the territorial defense. But uh, but authorities and army they saying we have enough people. You go find yourself another job, another way to help your country. And uh, so we have we have more than more than army needs now. Well, what are the what are the greatest needs at this time? Well, the greatest the greatest needs of this time is, uh, is of course, uh, the continuation of, of the prayers, and uh, and uh, participate the informational war, uh, and uh, of course, and everywhere we need we need food, we need basic uh, like basic needs. How have you seen God intervene on behalf of
0: the Ukrainian people? What do you know? What can you share?
2: Well, I can share that one. Uh, one brother share, shared shared uh, an audio from uh, from a brother from the church. So he says that his son, uh, he's a part of the military, and uh, he was saying that uh, that they were like dark in a dark night. They were, they were holding their positions. And they've discovered that uh, that a lot of uh, Russian Federation tanks and, uh, and machines coming at them. And they, they might struggle defending themselves. And uh, he, he picks up his phone and he calls his father. He says, Dad, you have to pray right now. We in a situation. So if his father uh, he rings to other members of the church. They start praying, and then later son gives a phone call and he says, "There's some miracle happened. It looked like some spaceship, like there was like an attack from the spaceship. There was some kind of a lightning was starting shooting from the sky, and and like sparks were going." Were like spreading everywhere and then they on the morning they've discovered that the whole the whole machinery was destroyed so they like all of those soldiers they they thought maybe this was done by some kind of a weapon that we didn't know about or it was just god's intervention wow so and the, there was another occasion that we just got from from our friend that we know person in person we were praying that they would start resisting each other that enemy would resist the enemy because we know in uh, there were several biblical occasions like this you know that when god was doing this and in another another part of the russian army they they occupied one little town and they they've removed flags from the from the town's uh, government buildings they they uh, attached those flags to their tanks and they started to ride and Eventually, at the at the dark in the evening, they met the first group of the tanks. And so they, they thought they are enemies to each other, and they started shooting into each other.
0: Finally, then, I, I just want to know, how should we pray for you, your family, other CBN workers there, and the people of Ukraine?